attention. I know how we can boost teacher morale with more alcohol. You're you now tuned in to the teacher's lounge with your favorite teacher's favorite teacher. This is the teacher's lounge with your boy Eddie B on Dash Radio and all major platforms. What's up? Welcome back to the Teacher's Lounge. What's your man, Eddie B? Hey, man, I'm glad y'all tuned in one more time to see what's going down this week. First of all, I just want to say thank y'all for keeping your sanity throughout the uh, this year. It's crazy with the remote learning that's going on. The uh, principals and the admin, I know they still are busting up in on your little meetings and still they think everything is the same. No, it is not the same. We're dealing with a pandemic and we're trying to teach. And at the same time, everything is getting troubleshot, and it's all not in our favor. So, hey, I just want to thank y'all so much for just holding on to your sanity, and hopefully y'all tune in to the radio show, to the podcast, and it gives you a little relief, man. A little, you know, you can let your hair down here. You know you can let your hair down with Eddie B, baby. I got to let mine down, because I laugh to keep from crying. I'm trying not to choke nobody. So on today's show, definitely, you know, <clears throat> I'm scheduled to have my guest in with me. His name is Larry McKenzie. Uh, man, he's near and dear. Uh, he's my mentor. Uh, the way we met was so crazy in education. I mean, wow. This guy, you know, I was on his tutelage, and he actually gives me, even though I'm not married, he's super married. And he gives me, I get out of my marriage and, and, uh, a lot of crazy advice from him. He the first guy to tell me, to all my married dudes out there, he the first dude to tell me, uh, two days on to get you three days off. <clears throat> you know what that means? Two days a hard family man in it. There you go. Two men hard, two days a hard family man in it. We'll get you three, three days. I ain't say three days vacation from your family. That'll get you three days of not getting bothered. That's what I gathered from him. So, uh, today's topic, we're going to talk about some crazy stuff, but I want to introduce you to you. Uh, my guest his name is Larry McKenzie. He's my mentor. Larry, what's up, man? What's going on? Nothing much, man. I'm actually, I'm at band practice with my son. So, you know, daddy duties is always daddy. They come first. Daddy duty don't stop. Daddy duty don't stop. All my teachers out there, uh, this teacher right here, man, he's a certified veteran. He's been in and out the district. He's taught in, 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 in public schools, alternative schools, in the parks, on the corners. You know, like he, he really does give back to the community. He's real about that. He's, he's really uh, he's serious about that. I know that for a fact, man. He even ran for some district positions uh, in the city of Houston, man. I thought that was kind of fly, too. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway. Tell them how we met, man. Tell them how we met. I, I don't want to tell the story, okay? <laughs> tell them how we met in education. When I first started, this is one of the first people I met, and it's crazy. Well, I, I tell you what, I'm science teacher, and I was teaching eighth grade science, and usually I start off my class with what I call five minutes of love. And what that does, it gives the kids a chance to... Uh, get some of the ants out of their, you know, some of the uh, uh, energy out. So what we do is, and I was teaching in an at-risk community, which was a, a neighborhood, a black community, and uh, kids come in and they look at you, and 
I, I call it five minutes of love because we kind of shoot the dozens at each other. Now we talk about each other. That's what it is. We let them talk about each other. Continue. <laughs> and uh, so we start off and we got the, the norm, the classroom norms is no cursing. Uh, and if you do talk about somebody's mama, it can't be nasty. It has to be, you know, something that you can say in front of your mama. So we were talking and we were doing this five minutes of love. And he walked in because I was going to go to professional development and he was the substitute teacher. And uh, I didn't know that uh, he was a comedian. I didn't know it all. I said, hey, you're doing all right. He said, yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to be in here subbing for you. My name is Eddie Brown. I said, okay. And he was kind of looking at the class and we were shooting the dudes just talking about each other. And I let the kids talk about me because it, it helps them to get rid of that nervous energy. And all of the bullies in the class are not bullying each other kids. They're trying to bully me. But since I got 20, 25 years of, of uh, experience, it just rolls off my back like a duck. But uh, either way, he came in and that's when I first met Eddie B, Mr. Brown, as they call him. Well, that show not the first time I saw him. <clears throat> I got to say this, though. I remember the next time I saw him, I had already subbed his class one time. Then I saw him. I was going to get some copies, and I saw this boy in a whole karate outfit, right? <laughs> <laughs> he really is a family man. I guess he was taking his kids, and he had he, he would do his workout, like, you know, that judo, that type of stuff. So I thought right then, he's a real interesting cat, man. So um, that's the first time we met. When I first started subbing, right? So little, I, I thought that was it. Thought that was it. But little did I know that that day would connect us for the rest of our life. So my next job, well, my, my first job I got hired at, you know, was at an alternative school, right? My first official job I got hired at with a district uh, was at a middle school in the third wall community in Houston, right? And so keep in mind, I hadn't seen him since I subbed. This was my first job. Midway into the year, he gets transferred to where I'm working. And he takes over my eighth grade class because he was experienced with eighth grade. That's a testing grade level, right? And so they threw me to sixth grade because this was technically my first year teaching. So now he came into my school where I'm teaching and they gave him my kids. So I'm trying to tell him how each kid is or whatever, whatever, whatever. All of them was bad. Let's just say that. Okay. All of them was a different version of bad. And I think he knew that. And so he took the eighth grade class and I had the sixth graders again. Right. And we all we was one of those situations where it was one teacher per grade level. So we each had like doggone 39, 40 kids. I remember that day. And uh, he would really try to implement science in there. But let me tell you about kids who act bad. They don't give a damn about no science. They don't give a damn about no learning. I remember <laughs> this boy started writing them up so fast. I came in there one day. I said, what's going on in here? And this boy say, well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to show him. We was trying to do a, a, a lab on how many uh, uh, water drops can fit on a penny. But they want to act a fool. <laughs> so the lab, the lab turned into a write-up session. So I'm like, yeah, he really, he really, he really know how to handle it. Because any other teacher, like, who don't got discipline down, if you're trying to teach a lesson, you got bad kids and they're acting crazy, that's going to throw you off your whole thing, right? And it's going to stress you out and frustrate you. But he know how to how to, how to to chop it down, get the bad ones out, 
The ones who want to learn, let's go. The ones who didn't, you got to get out of here. And that's just how you had to handle it. Now, fast forward. We was both one and done at that school, right? <laughs> and they had new principal. You know, when they knew they bring a new principal in and everything, you automatically know they clearing house. Okay? That new principal gonna bring all her people in, all his people in. So we went our separate ways. I ended up teaching in another school, right? He see, let me tell you about this man. This man is the one that's gonna say something in the meetings, okay? He is what you call uh uh he, he's a district work worst nightmare sometimes because they want you to be quiet and go by the book, all right? What he believe in, he gonna say something, right? The only thing about that is he gonna say something about what he believe in about the people that he working for. <laughs> and, and you know, they label you as a troublemaker push you out the district. And so now I've been at this other school where I have my my, my my tenure, like my eight, nine years of teaching. This is where I was. On the tail end of that, why he hit me up and say, hey, I fill out an application at the school you work in. I'm like, hey, okay. I'll never forget. I was on my way home from work, which I was glad to be doing. And he say, i never forget it. He say, hey, uh, can I use you as a reference? And I say, hell no. <laughs> let me tell you something. At this school I was at, boy, I, I turned into the rogue teacher. That's when the stress got to me. If you if you pick up my book, you'll see that uh, I got Bell's palsy from, you know, stressing. That was that year that they got the new curriculum in and uh, teachers. And they was firing librarians that year. They was doing budget cuts in education that year. And I was so stressed out. And uh, I, I de- developed this condition called Bell's palsy. One side of my face didn't work. And then they told me to take all the time I needed to, you know, to stress release. Don't worry about it. You no good to your kids. If you're not healthy, that's that speech they gave me. But then after my sick days were up, they were saying that I was close to getting fired and I need to come back. And I mean, they voice change. And when I saw that they didn't really care about me, I began to be the rogue teacher. I was that teacher walking around in jeans, T-shirt, and a chain on. You didn't know if I was a teacher or a thug. You didn't know if I was a teacher. They would have to ask me if I wanted the students. Because I had on some Jordans. They wasn't real. I couldn't afford the real Jordans. So I got the Jordans down the street. My homeboy, he had a T-shirt shop. And he sold fake J's out of that. <laughs> I knew they was fake. Because I ended up having to go to the doctor. Because I had Achilles issues. Because I used to wear them. And I ran in them one day. But anyway... So he ended up, he got the job, and I think he got the job solely because he didn't put me on there for a reference. If he'd have put me on there for a reference, they probably was like, nah, anybody that know Mr. Brown, we do not want him working on this damn campus. So I think he did good, and we taught science together, man. It was like a dream come true. He had his style. I had got my feet up under me in education, and uh, yeah, we was in the same science department, and yeah, he was teaching, they had you teaching seventh grade science, right? Uh, or was eighth grade? Off with eighth. And then move me to seventh and eighth, and then move me to sixth and seventh, and then move me to sixth. <laughs> That's a damn shame. And that was all in the same year. That's a damn shame. That's what they do, man. They'll move you all the way around, but they hire their little friends in, and their friends get the same position for the rest of their life. We are so expendable. But anyway, that's what it was. So that's how we started working together, man. And we kind of hid that we were tight, tight. You know, because we, you know, but he had already had the job now. So after a while, you know, they kind of figured it out. Like, oh, okay, Mackenzie, Eddie, okay. Now, I'll never forget, we went to uh, went to New Orleans for a teacher conference, man, a science <laughs> conference. 
And uh, man, we had so much fun out there. I can say it now. You know, you sent us to the conference. They want us to come back with all this information and present. No, we sent one teacher to those uh, <laughs> to them little <laughs> conference meetings, and you know where we was. Bourbon, baby, man. Let me tell you something. We was drunk the whole time. I don't know about you. I was drinking the whole time. <laughs> they would hit us. Oh, y'all having a good educational time out there, right? I'm like, I'm drinking. I'm like, yep, sure is. Yep, drunk, 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 drunk. Now, now, this kind of leads me into what I want to talk about today. Now, the first time I ever met this guy, he was working somewhere. And he explained to me, he had to explain to me, hey, you know, this guy who the principal here, he's an alpha male. You know, he told me that. And, you know, <clears throat> I done watch National Geographic and stuff a couple times. And I know what alpha males do. You know, they pretty much. But I didn't know what he was really talking about as far as alpha male on campus. OK, so. Mr. McKenzie, break down what an alpha male on campus is like. I'm just saying how it, how it will affect. I mean. The negative of having an alpha male on campus, what do they do? All right. Now, he was talking about the, the middle school that we were teaching at, and the alpha male was the principal. And uh, the alpha male was the principal, and then he had his picks. He had the teachers that he liked and the teachers that he mm -hmm. didn't like. And it happened to be that most of the teachers that he liked were young female teachers. So Oh yeah, baby. So if at this time this was 2000, I think 3, 2004 or something like that and uh I was around 42 2003, no, I was 36, 37 years old. So uh and I was one of those young and upcoming young teachers that was gung-ho and everything and now, even though I was married, I was very, you know, masculine. And so the things when I would be around his favorite teachers, you know, he'd look at me and give me the gas face like, say, man, those are mine. Don't reach out for them. And it was one of the reasons why I got transferred from mm. this middle school to the middle school where uh, I took over his class. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, mm. And and I don't know. Some people call me an alpha male. I, I'll take that. But I wouldn't say that. I, I, I am assertive. I, I am assertive, and I okay. do, I do what's right. But okay, being in that position, he transferred me first. Mm hmm. Hey, uh, he he transferred the competition up out of there. Uh, can I break it down to all the people who kind of confused on what an alpha male is on campus? Let me break it down to you. An alpha male on campus is an alpha male with power. My bad. Let's let's go there. An alpha male with power. I'm talking about principals, admin, you think he got power. An alpha male with power is equivalent to a jealous boyfriend. <laughs> That's how I can break it down to you. He the type of dude I heard a comedian say one time, you ever get an insecure brother where some dude come up and ask, ask his girl a question? He answer it. <laughs> how y'all doing? We doing all right. This ain't what you want, player. That's what an alpha male is. And it's it, basically this dude is full of so many insecurities, right, that the insecurities don't come out until he gets intimidated by another alpha 
male. Now, this is the thing. A real alpha male who don't even want the title is just walking around in his aura. This is just him. This is McKenzie. That's why I say some say he an alpha male. I don't see it in a negative way. I see you as being an alpha male. You just can't help it. Okay? Like me. I walk on campus, beastie. I'm just that alpha male. I can't help it. I'm not trying to get that title. I'm not. I'm basically, we there trying to work. Yep. We the men. We the men at work. We didn't. We didn't master the curriculum, right? To uh, so much to where if they put a new curriculum in, we can take what we've learned with the old curriculum, spiral that stuff in, and just teach with our own pizzazz and the stuff that we put on teaching. Now, an alpha male, the first thing that they see is how we look, how we walk. And they really trying to see how the female teachers respond to us. I guarantee you. Now, before we got off the uh, call uh, last week uh, with Miss Edwards, I was saying that the last place I worked at, that was my first time ever experiencing an alpha male. But this is the thing. This was an alpha male that didn't have power, though. He didn't have no position. He just thought he was the handsome guy on campus. So he was already on campus for the wrong thing, right? This last job I had, I just came out of retirement. I don't got time to play no games. I was trying to, I was trying, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go back to teaching, I'm gonna work hard, I'm gonna handle my business. And the only reason why I was at that campus, because the principal was cool. And so I knew what I was doing. I was in high demand, and that's why I came. I wouldn't even try to get none of that. But this guy, oh my God, this dude was just hating on me. Just hating on me tough. And it came to find out he was hating on me because the girl that he liked at school, right, wasn't even his main girl. That's the thing. The girl that he liked at school, she was one of the ones that used to always come in my room. And and, and, and to her defense, she wasn't coming in my room. She didn't like me like that. I was just a cool teacher. It was a couple of them that came in my room and we just kicked it. Hey, Mr. Brown, how was your day? That type of stuff. He was so jealous. He didn't like that. I would hear what he would tell her. Oh, you in that, uh, 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 you in that bopping. If you don't know what bopping is, that like, uh, you riding this new dude coattail. No. So basically, he trying to, he trying to, he trying to put handcuffs on something that he was. It wasn't even your main girl. And so the thing is, he was hating on me and saying stuff behind my back after a while. And it really built a lot of character in me because I couldn't say anything. I was so steamed and so mad because I didn't. Because this guy. He act like he was my friend at first, but he was acting like he's my friend just to get in and get information about me. And I didn't give him too much, but he did find out that females like me. And it's not because what I was trying to give off. It was just because how I was just walking around campus. Cool. I might crack a joke or two, but I wasn't trying to mess with nobody. So that's what that was. So now this leads me to this. Before I got there, he had his little girlfriend. So apparently they was getting it in, you know? You know what I mean by getting it in, teachers. Let, let, let's, let, let's not sugarcoat it. We're not playing no games today. Well, you know what I mean by getting it in. All of y'all are not Christians on campus, okay? Everybody that scream, Lord, Lord, ain't saved. That's what I'm trying to say. So basically, let's just talk about the real that happens on campus. You got some that's married. You got some that's not me, okay? It's a fooling around. On campuses. Uh, look here. Larry McKenzie is married, okay? But I know for a fact that he knows something. Without saying no names, I know 
You can give me a situation that happened on a campus where you saw some things happen to where, you know, uh, yeah, marriages get broken up on campus because you got women flirting with dudes and women are married and, you know, they loving on the coaches and the coaches wear the tight Adidas uh, joggers. (laughs) (laughs) And the older coaches wear them tight, short, Rodell shorts. They got no pockets. (laughs) All they got is they whistle in there. Share with me, man. You done been in the game longer than me, man. I know you done seen what crazy stuff that happened on campus where teachers are fooling around. Well, I I tell you, I'll go all the way back to high school where the uh, principal was messing with with the business manager. Wait, wait. They have a business manager when you was in high school? (laughs) Would that be the clerk? Would that be the clerk? No, she was the business manager. Man, now, what is she? What was she really? She worked in the front office, she, or she came in and out the campus. She worked in the front office. She had two jobs. She was, she was the business manager and the registrar. Mm. And, and so he gave up one position. Uh, didn't know the main. Hey, didn't know the main position would be working right up under. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and started there, and then when I got to uh, the school where I met you, had the principal that had a. Hate to use the colloquialism because I was raised in the seventies, but he had a mm-hmm. stable of teachers. A stable of skeezers. He had about about three or four teachers that he was messing with, mm. and then allegedly he was married. He was married. Oh yeah, he was married, and they were married, and two of them were married. Mm, continue. And then when I, I met you, then allegedly. The principal principal was messing with a student. Oh, Oh, yeah, that was that that wasn't that good. Now realize that I'm I'm involved in the politics of of Houston Independent School District. So a lot lot of times people tell me stuff that I'm privy to because they might be angry at the time. so then I ended up going working at the alternative school that why you worked at before I worked there. Uh-huh. And uh the principal was messing with the uh the uh, executive secretary for the school. Mm-hmm. And then when I came back and I was working at that middle school with you, whether you knew it or not, the principal was messing with one of the clerks. Mm. And this is the principal. I figured it. I figured it because he was like a he he he. Yeah. He was kind of swall. Kind of Our principal was kind of swall. Rest in peace, y'all. He dead now. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and your AP was messing with a teacher that was there. <laughs> Who? Your AP, your sixth grade principal. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Juicy is getting juicy. Uh, so. uh after I left there, you know, you, you always have a couple of teachers that are getting it in. And uh, now <laughs> I'm at a school where the AP was messing with two teachers, but the teachers have long, have gone this year. So, uh, mm. and, and I can even go as far as to say I have known board members to mess with uh, officers in Houston ISD. And I'll leave it right mm. there. And, Leave it right there. And, 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 yeah, you you didn't hear it from me. 
and and I, I didn't report it. I didn't give it to the news. But if you out there, you know who you are. You know who you are having fun with your life on campus. Now, <laughs> I want to let y'all know. Hey, hey, and that's and that's just you know what. And the people who are on campus, they know this stuff is happening. And you know, you already can't keep no secret. So if you think you're messing around on campus, and if you think it's a secret, let me tell you something. Everybody talks. Everybody know what you're doing, man. It's just that the people who need who know what you're doing, you know, they keeping their mouth shut. And usually they do keep their mouth shut just because they want to keep the gossip going. Right <clears throat> now, I ain't gonna lie to you. You know what I'm saying? I was the bad boy on campus. I was Mr. Single. You know, I I got in. I was in a relationship before, and you know, I'm a man scorned. Okay, let's just talk about that. I was a man scorned, and I wasn't really trying to be in nothing serious. So, you know, I was the bad boy on campus. I walk around. Yes, I was that guy. You know, had the the chain on, the t-shirt. I was on my rogue stuff, but I didn't know that the rogue stuff would turn other teachers on you know it was women that like that you know oh you the one lady hey i never called myself the bad boy on campus until one teacher told me like every teacher likes the bad boy i'm like she said this in my ear and not too long after that you know do 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 i don't know what to tell you but hey she wasn't with nobody so we ain't break no rules right so now this is my thing though yes teachers is getting it in yes it's getting done on other levels you got admin and men in power, you know, you know, they like to mess with teachers. But let me tell you something. Ever since I've been doing what I've been doing, just to be honest with y'all, you know, because I'm out the school. So now you can look at Eddie B like, oh, my God, this guy is this, this, that. He represents education. And now it's like people are like, oh, my God, you got a lot of you got a lot of groupies. You'd be surprised. I don't have a lot of groupies. Right. Like a lot of teachers that support and follow me, they're so happy that somebody's finally say finally saying the stuff that they really been wanting to say all this time. <clears throat> they're just appreciative. And they hit me on my inbox. You don't know what you mean to me. I love you so much. And it's not like I love you so much. You can get it anytime. No, they just thankful. Let me tell you what I get pressed at. Now, it ain't the teachers that are pressing me. It's the ones, yeah, I'm talking admin. I, I got, because cause look, as you go up the ladder, if you have a successful woman, okay, and this is so sad that guys are intimidated by a successful woman. I don't care what color you are, what you believe in. A lot of guys are intimidated and can't handle a successful woman. So when you go up the ladder, you get principals and and, 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 and women who are on the board and they just so happen to be single, right? And you wonder, why are you single? Especially, it's a lot of APs that's single. That's assistant principals. I think every other assistant principal woman is single, I think. Because I don't know what, men can't even handle that. But I get pressed a lot from people in that position. I think by default, though, because let me tell you something. If a woman principal is at a school, it's highly unlikely Comparing a woman principal to a male principal, it's highly unlikely that a woman, a female principal, would talk to a subordinate or mess with a male a male teacher. Let me say it like that: before a male principal would mess with a female teacher. Okay, I think women know that men talk worse than women. 
Okay. And so I think a principal, when you're a principal, you already got to watch your back and you already got to watch who you associate with. You can't even be on Instagram because all your teachers on Instagram. You got to go to Twitter. If you notice all the, all the principals and admins and secretaries there, they on Twitter. The president on Twitter. All right. So now what I'm saying is they don't press. They don't press the people who work for them. Not the women, the men. We just we just some hunters, okay. So if you're a principal, your stable just opened up. Like 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 Mackenzie said, he had a stable full. I mean, he had a bunch of women he can choose from. Well, that was accessible to him. Now, if a woman principal, yes, she got every male under her under her tutelage accessible to her. She she not gonna go there, okay? She got to watch herself. Oh, but with Eddie B, the comedian who represents some teachers in education. I get pressed more by principals than I do from teachers. Not saying I go there, but you know, I ain't trying to air nothing, but I get pressed more. And I, and I know why, because I'm not a teacher now. I remember when I was a teacher, a principal wouldn't even talk to me, even though she may have thought I looked good, thought I was fine or whatever, whatever, whatever. Wouldn't even talk to me, but it's all good though. And I will say this principals, Leave me alone. I know what you're about. Because you know what? I think some of them try to mess with me just so they can get stuff from me. Like, they probably think I'm going to come and speak at their school for free or something. I figured it out, Mackenzie. I figured it out. One, I remember I visited the school one time, and, hey, this principal was just super flirting with me the whole time. Right? I, I visited a bunch of schools, so nobody know nothing. This principal like flirting with me the entire time, like saying little bitty stuff. Like I, I said, like yeah, man. Uh, I, I say yeah, yeah. I said, I said what I look like. I, I said well, I need to, I need to uh, button this button up. And she's like, no, nah, you need to unbutton a couple of them, right? I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. And I said, yeah, yeah. I say, um, yeah. I got my books so they can sign. Say you might need to get some more books. She said we might need to get together a little later to figure out how we can get some more books in the school. You know. And then she was like, uh, yeah, you know, I'm married, but, you know, it's an understanding. That's her exact words, right? And I'm like, I didn't say nothing because, you know, she, she st- they, still ain't, they still ain't cut my money yet. They still ain't cut my check. So you flirt with me. You know, I ain't going to turn down your flirt, but I ain't just shooting no flirts back. I'm like, ah, I say, ah you crazy. Ah, you crazy. Trying to laugh it off. But I will say this. She was fine. Damn. <laughs> That hey, she was fine as hell. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. That principal was real fine. But you know what? What she don't know is I've been through it with a woman before. So it went from me looking at her like, oh, she fine, to be like, your husband don't even know you acting like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would never want to be him. And I've been that guy without being a husband before. So what she didn't know is the games that she trying to play to probably work on dudes. It didn't work on me in the sense that I done been crashed by a woman before. And I done been that man not knowing why the hell she go out so much when she got everything at home. I done been that guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you'll never know that. But like I, I tell women all the time, man, I tell women all the time, man, the best man you could ever get in the world is a man who didn't have the luxury of having his heart hurt by a woman before. You know what I'm saying? And I know it sounds like an oxymoron, but usually it's the man that's doing all the hurting. But when you get that one who done just gave it, who done gave his heart up and got, you know, and got crushed, 
he look at stuff a little different, a little different from playing games and being a hunter and all these women exposed to him. You know, now this dude over here, he tender hearted. Okay. <laughs> he tender. But let me tell you, if you finally get him, good guy, because he know what it means. Apparently, he tried to make it work somewhere, and it didn't, okay? Anyway, hey, we're going to wrap this thing up. Look here, man. Thank y'all for joining us. Hey, uh, uh, Larry McKenzie, how can people get a hold to you, man? You, you got your Instagram tag. What you got going? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, look, look me up, Larry McKenzie, Facebook, L-A-R-R-Y. McKenzie, M-C-K-I-N-Z-I-A, Instagram, LM52779, and uh, Twitter, Larry McKenzie. I'm just regular uh, educational advocate. Yeah, and he said regular, but then he said educational advocate. Boy, I like the way boys throw it in. They throw their stuff in. But, <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in to Teach Lounge. You know me, man. It's your boy, Eddie B. Make sure y'all contact me on all social media. All social media outlets, man. I'm talking uh, on, on my on my on my, my Twitter, I'm comedian Eddie B because somebody got Eddie B comedy. So Twitter at comedian Eddie B, Instagram comedian Eddie B, and Facebook comedian Eddie B. You can hit me on my website www.eddiebcomedy.com. I would love for you to hit me on my chat line, man. Hit me directly. Uh, 832-957-2788. You know the first Fridays is coming up. I got a uh, 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 of course you know you got to check out the podcast all the time. Uh, send me your questions and your and your songs for the first Fridays. Man, we got a lot of stuff going on, man. We got this, my specialist coming out in December. We're working on that right now. Big shout out to uh, to uh, I forgot who I forgot who I was supposed to shout out. Well, anyway, big shout out to Dash Radio for doing this for me, man. And uh, of course, this will be uh, uh, on other outlets as well. But Dash Radio showing love, letting us put this on. Hey, to all my teachers, this is great to have our own uh, have a spotlight. Uh, on our situations and stuff that we go through and a place for us to go, let our hair down and relax, okay? All right, so um, just know that this also, you can catch this on Spotify and Anchor.fm podcast, okay? And I, I'll make a post about that. Just keep following me. Uh, check me out on my uh, on, on my social media outlets, okay? It will be on Spotify and Anchor. You'll notice that Anchor on Anchor, you can do both. Uh, on, I mean, on Anchor, it has a lot of... Uh, 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 outlets where you can uh, hear the radio and the podcast. So I checked that out. I thought that was pretty cool. And you can get all the all the shows that you guys missed. Thank y'all so much. This has been another episode uh, of um, Teachers Lounge with your boy Eddie B. My boy Larry McKenzie, my mentor. Thank you for coming by, uh, letting us know the real about flirting and alpha males on campus and how they do the dirty work and how the men had a stable. You know. <laughs> It's been a good day. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I'll see y'all next week. Same time, same channel. I'll see y'all, man. Teachers Lounge with your boy Eddie B. Love y'all. Eddie B. Eddie B. Eddie B.